Welcome to the Green Wisdom Health Podcast with Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis, where you will learn about natural solutions to common ailments. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And today we are going to take you back to our roots of why we originally started this show. Uh, Dr. Lewis wrote a book called The Thyroid Sniper where he educated people a little bit about what's going on with their thyroid. And it's been a long time since we've done a show on it. So we thought we would tell you some early warning signs of a thyroid problem today. And he's going to tell us a little bit about the differences between hyperthyroidism, hypothyroidism, because it's very confusing and it's backwards, and uh, whether or not the testing that you're getting done for your thyroid is very accurate. So um, we actually do five parts of the thyroid on our testing, and he's going to tell us why that's important as well as we're going to answer many of your questions that you are kind enough to write in on Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis on his Facebook page and on our website. We also have the ability to take your questions there for the podcast, so we have quite a few of those as well. So, Dr. Lewis, uh, can you tell us a little bit why you are the thyroid expert and uh, what we do a little bit differently here than what most doctors do when it comes to thyroid health. Well, you know, you know, when I wrote the book, it's basically, hey, this is what you need to do. It's the cliff notes. And that's been incredibly popular. Uh, I've read so many different books from so many different so-called experts, and they say different things. Basically, in my book, I said, this is what you need. This is why you need it. This is what you need to avoid. And you need to find somebody that can treat you as an individual, not just like everybody else does. You know, it's not like herding cattle in and out. It's different for different people. Um, there's so much. I, I think it's crazy not to do lab work because if you don't know where you are, you don't know where you're going. You have to have some semblance of a roadmap to get you you know, to find out what the problem is versus what the solution is. And there's many, many doctors that I think, well, you focus on the problem, but you're not really giving a solution. So I think we should all endeavor to be more solution-oriented. Well, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what we've seen, I guess, you know, with our practice doing the lab work and, you know, of course, other people bring their lab into our office or call you on the phone and show it to you through email and uh, what is it that you see in common that most doctors are running on the lab versus the differences between what you're looking at on lab they run tsh thyroid stimulating hormone which is not even your thyroid that's the uh well it's the hormone that stimulates it which really comes out of the brain so let me just tell you a story and those of you that have uh, used my services um you've probably heard this story if you had a thyroid issue uh, and, and it's always the people that get on the train and they're consistent. It, it, consistency is the one that those people win. And, and I have so many of them. I have people that have been doing this for years and years and years and years. Just talked to a very lovely Evelyn up close to Chicago, her and her husband, Eddie. They've been doing it for, I'm guessing, five years. And they're doing it for the health of their children. I talked to Gary uh, the day before yesterday. 
from Amarillo. He's been doing it since 2014, so that's over six years. And he's been super consistent. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just when you feel like uh, it takes you longer to rest than it took you to get tired, you might have a thyroid problem. And it could be other things, too. And once again, I, I'm going to give you a lot of list today. Don't make a diagnosis off the list because these symptoms can be so many different things. And, and uh, you know, me being a chiropractor, I, I look at this un, under, well, you have to have a proper thyroid to have proper musculoskeletal integrity. And if you can't hold your body together because the cells aren't working right, well, you have to go back to the source and find out what the problem is. But more importantly, you have to go back to the solution. So, you basically have two things going with the thyroid. It's hypo or hyper. Hypo means that it's working less than optimal. And that's, you know, just a wild guess. Probably 90% of all thyroid problems is hypo. It's not working as optimally as possible. There's a few people that have it hyper, which means it's working too much. And that, that's usually an autoimmune disease called Graves that is working too hot uh, so your body's have an autoimmune reaction against it but it can also have the autoimmune reaction and create something called Hashimoto's thyroiditis too which is hypo so don't go just on the list get lab through some sort of uh, your your primary care physician and if they're not doing five parts of the thyroid I would question it it's TSH is not enough. So let me let me tell you a quick story. I love these stories. Once upon a time, there was this medical doctor, local medical doctor, and he's a really wonderful guy. And he's very, very knowledgeable in nutrition, and I admire him. He's a very soft-spoken, sweet guy. And he calls, and he says, well, da-da-da-da-da. And our secretary called, and because Janet and I was off running around like we have a tendency to do. We try to travel and go have fun and have the energy to do that. And I said, well, just make him an appointment. And my sweet, dear, darling wife says, I do not want to talk to this guy. I said, that's okay. I'll talk to him. He's he's a really wonderful guy. I've never met an MD that wasn't nice. Um, and so he came in, and he was kind of shaking lab at me. He said, you're getting our patients well, and we don't understand what you're doing. I said, well, you know, I just put in nutrition and the body heals itself. I'm not curing anything. I'm giving your body something it needs to deal with. And I said, God's a lot smarter than you are and a lot smarter than me. So let's just not butt heads and understand we're trying to help people just in a different way. And both of them are valid. And it kind of disarmed him. And he's a really sweet guy anyway. And so I asked Janet to go get a certain lab. And it was a lab that uh, from a lady that was a mutual patient between this MD and me. And my wife, who told me, I do not want to talk to this doctor, when Janet came in, I said, okay, now that you're here with the lab, would you explain to this doctor the thyroid? And Janet gave me the look. I knew I was in deep trouble when I got home. Anyway... She was on the spot, so she said, well, okay, what would you do with this lady's TSH? And the TSH was a three, which is well within the range. Now, the range doesn't mean healthy. It just means common. He said, I wouldn't do anything. And Janet says, well, the TSH is thyroid-stimulating hormone, which comes out of the brain. It's not even the thyroid. And 
If it's high, that means the brain's putting out the signal and the thyroid's not really using. If it doesn't go low, she's going to be overweight and thyroid crazy. He said, well, I've noticed in my practice they have to be under a two before they can lose weight. And Janet said, what would you do with this T3 uptake? And he says, nothing. It's 27. And Janet says, well, generally speaking, that means you're more estrogen dominant, which is the plastics and pesticides you hear me talk about. And why is it it's okay at a 24? And holy Jesus, you got to treat it at a 23 because it's flagged low. She said it's just degrees of estrogen dominance or toxins that the body doesn't have the nutrition to get rid of. And she said when it's low like that, she's going to be fat, thyroid crazy, and have no desire for sex. And he uncrossed his arms and leaned over and looked into my sweet darling wife's eyes and says, can I bring my wife in to see you? And, you know, for me, the thyroid was a big, big contributor to us doing um, the nutrition to start with because of a hysterectomy, because of estrogen dominance, the estrogen suppresses um, the hormones, which thyroid is a hormone. And at that time, I had gained a lot of weight. You know, most women are mostly concerned about weight and hair loss. I had both of those at the time because of um too, too much estrogen from birth control pills. so um, And then the drugs they put her on after the hysterectomy, which... Was more estrogen. I love her dearly. She's a wonderful wife, incredible wife, but she was kind of, you know, I just... Thyroid crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, see, I can say it, Just for can. a minute. As <laughs> <laughs> long as it's me saying it, not you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But I, we realized then that, hey, something's missing. And, you know, a lot of the times that we see these labs of people that come in from their doctor's office and all they have is the TSH on their lab. And they've told us, well, the doctor can't seem to get it right. They, they increase my medication and then that's too much. And so then they lower the medication because it's not right. And Dr. Lewis, I, I really wanted you to address that a little bit about why is it that it goes all over the place like that sometimes when you see a TSH and it's um, too low and then it's too high and then they change the medication. What's going on exactly? Do you, can, can you tell us? It can be a lot of different things, but usually I suspect Hashimoto's, and then we'll add what's called a TPO, thyroid peroxidase, and tell, see tell if the antibodies about, are high. Tell me, for the lay people out there, that or there's a lot of people that have this that know what it is, but there's a lot of people that don't know what Hashimoto's is. Can you explain what it is? Well, the body's you know, got an autoimmune reaction to it, almost always connected to gluten. So if you ever have a day where you remember jack-in-the-box, but you really want your jack-in-the-bottle, it could be your thyroid. Sorry, sound like Jeff Foxworthy there. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we add a TPO, thyroid antibodies, and it's like, oh, well, okay, well, you got to get rid of gluten, and that is not that easy to do. Thank God we've added the... Some new tests where we can test food sensitivities and gluten and gliadin and all kinds of other things. I found out how bad my guts were, and it's like, well, geez, I feel about 90% better since I've done it, and that can be very appropriate with uh, the thyroid. So if you're feeling tired and sluggish, hands are cold, or hands and feet are cold, or you're you've got your sweat around in the middle of the summertime and everybody else is sweating or, or sometimes these people you can't get their butt up out of bed and that's why i kind of led with if it takes you longer to rest than it does to get tired that could be you know a hint uh weight gain 
in spite of adhering to a low-calorie diet, although most people are very unrealistic about what they're actually eating and how much, but uh, gaining weight easily, uh, bowel movement changes, which usually you're constipated, but that's not always true. Uh, lack of motivation or depression. Nobody wants to say, I'm depressed. Well, that just means you're functioning at less than optimal. It doesn't mean that you have a mental issue. It means you have probably a physical issue that's manifesting in how you feel mentally. High heart rate is actually actually a sign of thyroid problems as well. It can be a symptom of hyperthyroidism, which that means there's too many hormones being produced, so it's overactive. Um, and and when the thyroid's producing too much, blood pressure can increase, leading to elevated heart rate. So you need to know it's, you're supposed to be measuring your resting heart heart rate. And you know now we have these watches that can do that for you i guess if you'll sit still long enough it'll measure your heart rate yeah well i threw mine away because it wasn't telling me what it said it well it said i got a good night's rest and i said you're a liar or <clears throat> you know i threw a fit and threw it away and actually i gave it away uh mental sluggishness uh dryness of the skin or scalp uh when you start losing your eyebrow i think it's funny that god will give you full bushy eyebrows and then you pluck them out but then when they go away because of a thyroid problem then you're upset it's like well you're plucking them anyway there's only half of them they'll go away right it's like they have yeah the outer out- third usually yeah yeah the inside part but not the outer and you see a lot of women draw them back on and that it's because their thyroid has a problem. You could actually grow the hair back. Yeah, there's thyroid. a lot of people are not good artists, and they shouldn't be drawing it on. It's like, holy God, you look like the Joker. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. I went down a rabbit trail. Yeah. Uh, hyperthyroid, which means working hotter or faster than it should. Usually it's the heart palpitations that Janet talks about. Inward trembling. Yeah, that's not talked about very much. And anxiety. I didn't realize that anxiety was something associated with hyperthyroidism, and there's a bunch of anxiety happening now. It it could be, and, and some of it's not your thyroid, but it could be a contributing factor. And, and insomnia, and I, I get that question about, well, I have insomnia. Well, it can be a lot of different things, but that is a possibility. Night sweats, well, that can be a hormone imbalance, which could include the thyroid, or it could be a lot of other things, too difficulty gaining weight those people that eat you know ten thousand calories and they're skinny as a rail you think they're anorexic it could be hyperthyroid but almost all the time it's hypo it's not working as good as it should sluggish sluggish thyroid which causes digestive issues believe it or not means your trains don't come through the tunnel as quickly as they should that you know that's uh actually pretty common i mean you can even have people that have hypoglycemia it it can really be that it can be uh one of the big things is high blood sugar or insulin resistance and that's why we test insulin on the lab it's very very important to get lab you're crazy if you don't and you know the normal range on insulin is about a 2 to 19.6 and that covers what america is that doesn't mean you're Normal, that just means that's common. And you're getting all these pesticides and and plastics and herbicides and that many, 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 many times can interfere with thyroid function. And I say that because there just went two trucks with 
herbicide on the side of it, and they're spraying the holy hell out of the grass out there. And you you think you're not getting toxic, you're toxic. And you have to have a really high level of nutrition so your body can detox. And there's a lot of different pathways of detoxification. The number one, I, I think, the one I know the most about is methylation. That's the B vitamins, which we're all pretty low on those. So, yeah, you know, that herbicide truck, like, oh, God, this is downtown. You know, this is the loop on Longview. Quit spraying that. It's like, good God. Uh, Another interesting uh, symptom of thyroid problems is trouble swallowing. And um, I guess a lot of people don't realize that if if they're they're having a hard time, it's the muscles that are associated with with swallowing. So if you're struggling... Um, it could be a sign of that. And, you know, we, we see a lot of goiters, and, that, you know, we have a product for that that Dr. Lewis generally puts them on. And a lot of people don't know what a goiter even is. Yeah, and, and you know, trouble swallowing because of that, but it could be because the uh, thyroid's enlarged so much. And I always think you should go to a thyroid specialist and make sure it's not cancer. I'm not saying we treat it up front. I, I, I think this is much more complementary than alternative although many people use it as an alternative. So, yeah, you, you want to get several opinions and rule out the booger bears. And if it's not a booger bear and people say, there's nothing wrong that we can find, then, hey, this is where we really, really shine. Uh, some people don't understand that the thyroid has everything or a great deal to do with serotonin and dopamine. And serotonin deficiency, that's why we give people 5-HTP, but serotonin would be loss of pleasure in hobbies and interest. I asked Janet one time, several times, am I depressed? She says, no, you got too much to deal with. I mean, too many blessings to say grace over. When you feel overwhelmed uh, with uh, too many ideas to manage, that's usually a serotonin deficiency, inner rage, paranoia, depression, not enjoying life, uh, depression with lack of sunlight, uh, not enjoying your favorite foods. So it could be a serotonin deficiency, which has a great deal to do with how your thyroid's working. Dopamine, on the other hand, uh, the deficiency would be Oh, feelings of worthlessness, uh, hopelessness, uh, self-destructive thoughts. I tell people, well, if you want to harm yourself or somebody else, go straight to the emergency room. Uh, but there's things that you can take that can help with that, and, and probiotics help with that, and especially different species of the probiotics. But inability to handle stress, the ones that fly off the handle, so to speak, or they get anger uh, with very little... Uh, stimulation or they get aggressive I've seen a lot of that um, inability to finish task which Janet's looking at me like you know well, you don't finish a lot of things but that's more because I start too much I'm the mad scientist with my mind goes in 40 different directions need for caffeine oh my god I asked her if I could have a cup of coffee while I go uh, <laughs> low libido yeah, well, usually uh, people that lack dopamine are, are addicts, and they can be sex addicts. But if you've lost your uh, desire for sex and you're starting to put your addiction toward alcohol or, or gambling or drugs, think dopamine. And that that's why you have to get your thyroid checked out. One of the things, I, I want to make another point, and, I, and I'm going to let Janet talk a little bit because she's prettier than me, but 
<clears throat> some people say, well, I'm not going to take a multivitamin because I just don't see the sense of it. You know, the multivitamin, a good one, uh, can have all sorts of um, hidden, cover uh, cover a lot of hidden sins, sins in, you know, not having a good diet. Uh, things that have an adverse effect on your thyroid that's kind of too far away for most people to make the connection. It can be chromium, zinc, vitamin A, iron, uh, riboflavin, probiotics, vitamin D, selenium, melatonin, and magnesium. And so don't think, and that's not even a complete list, but you know, just to convert T4 to T3, you've got to have several of the B vitamins that you don't really hear much about. You know, niacin and thiamine and riboflavin. You don't hear much about that. So, for God's sake, take your multi. We've got a really, really inexpensive but high-class absorbable multi. Please, please, please. And then I want to tell you about some other things that we have here to take that are great for thyroid. Um, One of them, which you don't really hear much about, is something called Bacopa. Um, It's Bacopa. Monary, I guess is how you say that. Um, But basically, it helps with things like it's a huge antioxidant. So you have to think about it protecting you from cell damage. Um, It also helps reduce inflammation. It's been linked to uh, a lot of inflammation over time. It's been linked to many chronic conditions like cancer, diabetes, heart, and kidney disease. So getting rid of a lot of your inflammation is a a, a uh, constituent of Bacopa. I don't know what it does, except it's it gives great. me long-term sustained energy. Yeah, it actually helps boost brain function. And I think that's why I like it. I take it in the morning. Now, I will tell you, if you don't do a, a little bit of protein with it, it can make you feel a little bit nauseous um, because it actually does change T4 on your thyroid. It helps raise it so that it uh, works better. But that's something that you can take, even without lab, that you can do um, if you don't want to do the lab. But, but you should. You should do the lab. Don't be shouldn't on them, Janet. You should. You should. <laughs> and Bacopa even helps with anxiety and stress. So maybe that's why I like it, because it really does help me cope through the day. I can really tell when I've not taken that. It makes you like Alfred E. Newman. And for those of you that are that old, it's like, what, me worry? Yeah, and then uh, we've been really excited about this product. We've been waiting for it now for um, a little while, but we just got it in. Uh, We had a similar product before, but Dr. Lewis did a lot of research because he wasn't real happy with that last product that we had, uh, even though it was working. On some people, it wasn't working. So he kept searching, like he does, until he finds the very best that does the most for most people. And uh, we have just uh, come come with our product called Thyroid Essentials Plus. It yeah. used to be called Thyroid Essentials. We've added the plus to it because Dr. Lewis feels like it needs an A-plus behind it. And if he can tell you a little bit about what Thyroid Essentials does. God, we don't have enough time to talk about this, but it's got vitamin A, zinc, and selenium. It's very, very good. Uh, that's kind of like you, you've got to get into the extracellular transfer protein, you know, stuff that's beyond me and most people don't want me to talk that deep anyway but selenium is really really good it's hard to get it out of our diet because it's not in our soils real good they've also linked uh, poor soil selenium uh, uptake to uh, higher rates of cancer too so it has um, 
enough vitamin A to do it. It's got the riboflavin that I talked about that's necessary to convert uh, T4 to T3. And that's that's an activated uh, B2. It's riboflavin 5-phosphate. It's got iodine, which those people that have Hashimoto's, you know, the the, the jury's out on that. Some people say you shouldn't take any iodine if you got Hashimoto's. It's like throwing gasoline on fire, and then you've got other so-called experts that say 50 to 75 milligrams, which I think is way the heck too much because we're talking about micrograms here. So it's got a little bit, but it's got the zinc, a a really uh, absorbable one, a little bit of copper because most people don't realize if you take zinc like crazy, you will kick out the copper. It's got the selenium, the manganese. Uh, it's got supportive herbs in it, like uh, American ginseng and coleus. And it's really, really good because um, coleus aids, and most people don't know much about coleus, but it inhibits the synthesis of adipose tissue, which means helps keep you from getting fat. You know, that's the East Texas way of putting it. Uh, increases your response to the lipolytic hormones, which lipo means fat, lytic means to break down. So it increases the response of the lipase, the fat uh, breaking down enzyme, so that since we get older, we produce less of it. So we have a tendency to be less fat as we get older, which is not a bad thing, and it helps utilize stored fat. Uh, it also has tyrosine in it, and tyrosine is an amino acid that really helps uh, conversion of T4, T3, uh, but it also helps helps us be not so thyroid crazy because it's a precursor to some of your happy hormones, which are neurotransmitters. Uh, it, it's especially good for patients that are susceptible to depression. Very good. So that's a very well-rounded product that you can take called Thyroid Essentials. And plus. Also, <laughs> plus. Yes. And if and Sorry. for those of you that are new to listening to us and don't know how to get your thyroid check, go to greenwisdomhealth.com, fill out our health survey. We actually can send you to a lab. It's usually a Quest Diagnostics that's relatively close to your home in any state. Yeah, unless you're in South Dakota, you might have to drive forever in a day. But, you know, that's the price of living in a beautiful state. But it's inexpensive, and it's an inexpensive way to find out what's going on with your health, and it does have all five parts of your thyroid. And if you're on medication and want to see what it's doing and get the test, that's even more fun because we can see if it's working. But I want to make sure we get to a couple of these questions because I can't believe the show's gone so fast. Um, so Dr. Lewis is going to have to answer fast. He's going to have to talk fast for I a Texan. Ha- I don't know how. Donna says, if someone's been working on healing their gut for over two years through food eliminations based on mic- microbiome test supplements, and otherwise healthy eating, and then did a keto 15-day cleanse, would they possibly be reversing the good they have st- done so far for their gut first thing i would do is uh question the lab that you've gone to through because i've done a lot of these labs on myself and i found a lot of them to be smoke mirrors and baloney um i like the ones we have and i don't sell them unless i own them in my heart do the vibrant lab and you know it's always an ongoing process i know my guts are 90 percent better and will they ever get well no probably not but uh they're so much better i don't i don't hurt anymore 
And he's learning to cook so that we can eat really well. And this is fun because it tastes way better than anything we've been buying when we've been eating out. And some people think I've been whipped by Janet because I'm doing the cooking. But no, well, he's grilling. No, nah, she's bringing a gluten-free beer while I'm doing that. So. <laughs> and so thank you for that question. Rich had one also. This might be a silly question. None of these are silly. Please ask them. Yeah. But I'm having cataract surgery on Thursday. Should I stop any of my supplements? Yes, 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 yes. You know, most people, you know, most doctors will say, well, stop your supplements because some of them can thin your blood. Now, cataract's probably not nearly as critical. But I did some dental work one time, and I barely, barely flinched. And my dentist is very sensitive. I love her dearly. But uh, she said, that hurt? I said, yeah, it's fine. Go ahead. She says, okay. She tried, and I flinched just a tiny, tiny bit. And she said, I, I'm, I can't go on. I don't want to hurt you. I said, just do it. She, I said, give me something else to deaden. She said, I've given you more than the law allows. And I didn't realize I was taking all my supplements, and I, my liver was detoxing the heck out of it way too quickly. So, yeah. Get off your supplements, you know, at least if it's a major surgery, uh, you know, seven to ten days. But, you know, something like that, three or four days is plenty. Yeah, people don't really think about that you're taking supplements that detox, and so it may take you more medication to actually put you under Yeah, because of that. But, you know, and then the other ones are, are blood thinners. Some of them are yeah. blood thinners. So, um, and we certainly don't want to be the cause of any kind of incident where you're having an issue with with anything. So we always tell everybody to get off of their supplements prior to that. We want to make sure that whatever you're taking works whenever they're trying to do what they need to do as well. So, um, Dr. Lewis, we are coming to the end of our show again, unfortunately. And I'm wondering if you can share with the audience some inspirational words of hope because they seem to be enjoying them because they're writing us and telling us they are. And uh, give us something to look forward to for the week and give us some energy. Some days I feel like a preacher. Some days I feel like a smart aleck. So today you get the smart aleck side. You know, I mentioned gluten-free, and that's a really good thing. I think everybody should get off of it. Some people are definitely much more sensitive. So I think a low-carb and gluten-free salad is actually bacon. Uh, Every guy thinks every girl's dream is to find the perfect guy. Hey, guys, every girl's dream is to eat without getting fat, so you're not that important. So, uh, yeah, I think there's plenty of reasons to do this and to be healthy because you don't just belong to yourself. You're, you're an inspiration, and somebody's looking up to you and seeing you as an example. And just by you making steps to get yourself well, you're going to influence other people in a positive way and make the world a better place to live where we can you know, get back our happiness and our joy. And I think that's been missing for a few months. So let's get back to it. Be the light. I like that, that you never think about that someone's watching you and you might uh, be making a difference to them. You, we're all so centered on ourselves. We we think it's all about us. So that's really good. There's probably someone looking up to you and, and, and needing your energy to go forward. So we hope you guys have a really blessed week. We appreciate you listening to our show. Please share us with your friends and don't keep us a secret. And we'll be here next time on the Green Wisdom Health Show. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. 
You're only one step away from a life worth living.